Hello, and thank you for choosing to listen to this episode of the 101 Ways to Improve Your Life Now podcast, which is an accompaniment to the book of the same name, which you can find on Amazon. In this podcast, I, James Clark, the author and host, will be chatting to friends about each of the 101 Ways to Improve Your Life Now, adding a little extra detail, some material that didn't make it into the book, or talking anecdotally about our own experiences. I really hope you enjoy this episode. My guest today is very special to me. It's my father, Greg Clark. Greg worked as an accountant for most of his life in the city and later in Birmingham. He's always been a lifelong learner and encouraged and inspired me to look for marginal gains in self-improvement. Greg, thank you very much for joining me on this episode of the podcast, which is all about celebrating success. Well, I'm very pleased that you invited me on to celebrate your success, James. No, it's not just my success. It's Indeed ev- not. Indeed not. I was just being funny. <laughs> um, however, I, I'm very disappointed that it's been such a long time since the last one that we recorded and this one. However, obviously, I have been away. Um, so uh, that's perhaps understandable. And then, of course, we've had this dreadful virus thing, which brings me on to the subject of celebrating your success, because we need some good news stories at the moment. And this perhaps is one of the chapters that we should be focusing on at the moment, particularly with all this concern about the viruses. That's absolutely right. And one of the frustrating things is that um, the, the, the virus has kind of taken over lots of different uh, parts of conversation. So when you speak to friends, when, you, when you're watching television, when you're reading newspapers, it's all about this slightly well I mean you know in some cases very negative um, issue and actually we should move back on to positive issues because if we're all staying indoors and following government advice we need to be as positive and as mentally strong as we possibly can be and one of those ways of doing so is to celebrate your own success so Greg do you celebrate your successes? Um, so the answer is yes um, I sometimes celebrate things in small ways and certainly when I was in employment, I had some, some very big celebrations, um, which were fantastic. And I'm sure we'll come on perhaps to talk about some of those. Um, but um, one, one of the things which I was going to say is that your brief chapter on celebrating success contains so many truisms which I've experienced in my long career. For instance, you've said we do dwell on our mistakes and fail to celebrate our successes. And that is so true. And as you say, particularly in these difficult times, actually the opportunity to achieve something while you're at home, even if it's just cleaning out the cupboards, and then to be able to say, right, I'm going to sit down with a cup of coffee and celebrate this success, even that is an opportunity that you shouldn't miss. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even things like um, doing the cleaning or even, do, you know, doing a difficult task or doing something that you have had on your to-do list for a long time. I I have been one of those people. I don't know if you've been listening to the radio much, Greg, but I was listening to um, Smooth Radio the other day and they were talking about the, the, the cupboard or the shelf in your um, house that you just throw stuff in you don't know what to do with. And lots of people are using their their time now at home isolated to clean up that drawer and I I myself have taken that opportunity and I rewarded myself afterwards and I celebrated my success when it was done. Um, It sounds very petty and small but I sat on the sofa and watched um, the final uh, episode of a comedy series that I really like Um, but I had set myself 
that reward in order to celebrate my success at having achieved that aim. And the interesting thing is about three quarters of the way through, I did, like many people out there, get bored and think, oh, I can't be asked to do this. And then I thought, no, no, you must because you want that. You want to celebrate that success at the end. So that kind of there was a pull, a pull to complete my task so that I could have the reward. I think that's very interesting because I'd never thought of actually necessarily setting a, um, a, um, a, a reward at the end of it. But you're absolutely right. If you want to actually make sure that you do finish something, then actually having that reward in mind is something that will drive you to actually do that task and have your, you know, then be able to enjoy your success. You, um, you mentioned that there were some of the some some aspects of the chapter that you thought were very pertinent and reading it back myself. I'm a huge fan of the quote um, in, in the chapter, and I remember vividly reading it for the first time. Um, do you think that the, the quote about kind of letting your own light shine and celebrating your own success, which in turn feeds other people? Do you think that's relevant? Do you think that's do you think there's some merit in that? I, I found the, the quote extremely moving. I, I didn't know that you had encountered that when you were 17. And of course, because it's a kind of personal experience for me to kind of read something like that, then I did find it um, e extremely interesting. I am not necessarily somebody who would say I am a child of God. Um, that, that's because I don't necessarily have strong religious um, convictions. But everything in that quote, I think, is very sensible. And this kind of concept of, you know, not shying away from your own glory and embracing it. You know, you don't need to be big headed, but you should be able to publicize when you've had a success and get other people to celebrate with you. So so um, moving on then to, to when you were talking about some of your successes, perhaps in a professional uh, sort of environment, or maybe even personally, can you talk about some of the ways that you've celebrated success? So um, certainly, when when I was working, um, I mean, a lot of companies have you know, bonus systems, and they are generally speaking task driven. So you've got certain tasks, perhaps in a year, that you need to achieve to to earn your bonus. Um, that can come a little bit just like doing your job and getting paid for it. Um, but when I worked for GE Capital, um, they pioneered a lot of modern management techniques. Um, and I had the fabulous opportunity to go on a two week luxury cruise with my wife. Very nice. And, and colleagues around, um, around the Mediterranean as a prize for a project that we delivered. Um, and I went with some, some other colleagues who delivered that project and people worldwide um, who'd done things or achieved things for GE that year. And they ran a scheme like that every year. And every year wasn't a luxury cruise. Different years they did, gave different rewards, went to places, spent a couple of weeks somewhere, um, which, you know, as I say, is memorable. Um, and I'm not sure that it meant that I thought, right, well, every year I've got to try and deliver something so I can go on that. I just thought this is the most amazing scheme to have in place, the amazing opportunity to meet other people. Um, and, you know, in that sense, you know, celebrate your successes. And they had a, you know, a, an awards dinner and all that sort of thing. So it was all a bit razzmatazz like American companies can be. But equally, um, as you said, you know, sometimes there are there are things that you do that 
just aren't that big, but you can still, you know, celebrate them and you can still take time out to appreciate what you've achieved. And I think you need to do that because otherwise you can spend all of your time being very negative and angsty and worry about what you're doing and have I done the right thing? And actually, then you can come over as quite a negative person. You you need sometimes to be quite bubbly and, and full of yourself. Otherwise, as I say, people don't enjoy working with you. I think that, I mean, that there's sort of two elements to that. I'd like to talk a bit more about the cruise, but just going into what you've said there about about kind of celebrating your success and making you making yourself kind of it more more bubbly that to me there's this element now and I see it in a lot of my peer group of you know fear of missing out um you know or and this this sort of perennial chase that there's almost no it's as though tasks are set for an individual by themselves but once they achieve those tasks they ignore the all of all that they've done they ignore everything that they tried to do in order to move on to the next thing and they then almost they hurtle they hurtle from one thing to another and unless i think you you actually take time out and maybe you know maybe the chapter refers to time actually rather than you know rather than a glass of champagne or rather than a bunch of flowers or rather than a, a cruise you know maybe it refers to taking time to actually acknowledge that something you a task you set yourself you worked towards and you need to take that 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 narrative that trajectory that story that achievement so that you can kind of process it and it kind of almost like appreciate yourself what do you think do you agree I, i think i do i think you need to take pride in your achievements you need to take time to appreciate what it is that you've really delivered. That, that doesn't mean that you, you can't go on to the next task, but you need to find that time where you can appreciate what you've done because you will learn by looking at what you've done and how you did it to apply perhaps some of those principles to the next task that you're doing rather than rushing on to the next task without trying to kind of think, well, what lessons did I really learn that I can apply to this next task? You know, how did it feel to succeed? And therefore, how am I going to feel when I do deliver this next task, which I'm not going to start today because I'm going to celebrate my success on the one I've just done before I rush to the next one? Because you're right, you can be a dreadful treadmill, particularly when you're younger. I think as you get older, you 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 kind of um, appreciate more the time that you have. And you probably do have more time to appreciate things. But, you know, when you're younger, it does become so much of a treadmill and i think there's to a certain extent there's an element of this sort of social media um and i don't want to kind of harp on about it but it it can be very very negative in that you you can achieve a great success you know and that that doesn't have to be something massive but it it could be you know you could you can get great exam results or you can you can pass a you know your driving test or you can get a new job or and then you can turn on social media and watch very very carefully curated highlights of other people's lives where they always appear to be doing better than you and i think that's very concerning and that's kind of partly why i've included this chapter because i think i think that you need to cut away from everyone else sometimes and you need to just be on your own and you need to acknowledge yourself and 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 acknowledge yourself positively and i I just think it's i think it's really important 
I agree that you do need to do that. And I, I think there there is a danger, as you say, with comparing yourselves with other people. But equally, and, you know, we can all criticise social media, but it, it's made a massive difference. And we should be able to feel proud to publicise our achievements on social media, however small, you know, you, you don't you don't have to be kind of too big headed. Um, but but you should be trying to say to people, look, I set myself this goal, I've achieved this goal, I'm feeling good about it, because they'll perhaps respond and say, well, actually, I've done this and I feel good about that. Now, that's not to say that you need to then look at what they've done and think, well, I must then go on and do the next stage. But at least, you know, you've you've kind of publicised what you're proud of. No, I think you're you're absolutely right. You've, you've hit the nail on the head there. And a friend of mine's wife is actually doing something incredible. She's done some amazing um, stuff all around the world. She's done modeling. She's launched a business. Um, she's doing a great job of looking after her her son. Um, and she has very recently started doing a thread on Facebook. And this is slightly going off off the topic of the chapter, but it, it, it sort of fits in with the general conversation we're having. But she's been doing a um, a few posts about her difficulties with some sort of skin irritation that she has um, on her face. And it must be it looks very painful and it must be um, incredibly frustrating for her. You know, she's a very, very beautiful woman, um, uh, but it's actually amazing to see her sharing that journey on social media in the same way that she shared her journeys that have more traditional elements of success to them and and in a way it's quite nice because you're seeing somebody trying to overcome a challenge which is personal and there is not a huge amount of success so far but she's actually she's almost she's almost celebrating a a difficulty and her attempts to overcome it. And actually the amount of support that she's receiving is just astronomical as, as you would expect, but it must be very, it must be very empowering for her in a way to, to, to show how vulnerable that she is in this instance, and then to have people rally round her, you know, it, it's that, that sort of communal kind of spirit. I, I think, I think that's, you know, it's, it's clearly incredibly brave of her. Um, and incredibly brave of people when when they do give you a personal insight into their life or maybe some physical um, issue that they're dealing with. Um, and I, I am not surprised at all that she's received an awful lot of support because why why on earth wouldn't you, as a human being, try and reach out to somebody in those circumstances and try and help them? You know, that's 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 always going to be your natural reaction. So. I think that's great that she's she's felt brave enough and you know to 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 put that out there and and have people you know come back to her and and provide you know support and and advice and help to her. So that's great. Um, getting back to um, celebrating success, you mentioned that you you know you you'd had this huge sorry huge well, I mean presumably huge, but you had this very rewarding experience at the company that you work for at GE. Um, can you talk more about maybe some day-to-day -day experiences that you've had where you've celebrated your own success, where perhaps on a, on a more micro level, that's a, that the, the reward of the luxury cruise, you know, is like a kind of dream, you know, it's like a, that, I mean, that's amazing. That's just incredible. But can you talk about anything that you've done on a, on a smaller scale? So, um, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, celebrations can be small. Um, it, celebrations can be as small as, 
um, receiving some positive feedback, some recognition by a colleague. You know, you've done something, you've done a task, maybe you've helped them with something specific, um, and they just come back to you with a positive comment. It might be something that they share in a team meeting. And so you're there, there are other people there as well, and you get the kind of positive, you've done something for me, and everybody else can hear that. Um, I, I have, you know, taken time out in the past to have a cake, have a coffee, take somebody down to the coffee shop. Of course, we can't do that in the current environment, but just, you know, obviously in the normal course of events, you know, the opportunity to actually take a colleague out and sit quietly and chat to them, not necessarily about work, maybe about themselves, but to but to recognise perhaps some contribution that they've made, however small it might have been, it might just be something you know, in the office, something that, that actually helps, you know, the team work much better. So they can be small things like that. Um, I, I, in the past, have done things around the house, painting, you know. I reward myself by getting up in the morning and thinking, I'm going to go and look at that room and think how much better that room looks. I get a massive amount of pleasure from just doing that. It would only be just after I've completed the task, but on the other hand, I feel I'm kind of celebrating the success by actually going back and actually having a look at, you know, well, what is it that I've actually achieved? Um, you know, it's, not it's massive so, things. It's so funny that you should say that because I'm sitting um, on this on this um, call. We're having a Skype call so we can record this episode. But I'm actually looking at a curtain rail, a curtain pole um, with the curtains hanging off of it. And I had never put up a curtain pole before until I put this curtain pole up. It's the first one that I've ever put up, age 27, 28, there you are, what a sheltered life. But every time I look at it, I do think, I did that, I put that there. And and even, it's not even a, it's not even a physical kind of pat on the back, but that you do get that, that little buzz, that little glow. And like you've said, you know, if you do something, if you do something physical or that, that like a chore, there is, you can take satisfaction in just appreciating the fact that that, that task has been completed. Yeah. And I think that is that is very, very important because you can spend so much of your life beating yourself up for not having achieved things or else for having tried to do something and failed. Um, so when you've done something and, you know, it's been a success, then for goodness sake, do take the time to kind of appreciate that and take some pride in it. I read a really good quote um, a, a, a couple of months ago that didn't make it into the book because I, you know, I read it afterwards. But it, it was something along the lines of try to remember that everything you have now was once a, a dream of yours to have. Yes. And I guess yes, very uh, yeah, true. it's not quite that's not quite the wording. But when I read that, I just thought, God, that is such a good point, you know, because you can you can, as you said, you can spend that time dwelling on things you haven't done or beating yourself up because you haven't done certain chores or because you haven't done certain you know, you haven't achieved something that you had wanted. But if you do look around, there are so many things that you have done, you have set your mind to, and it's so important to, to be grateful. I suppose it boils down to gratitude, really, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. I think it does. I mean, it's interesting you talked at the beginning about the reward side of things um, and kind of, you know, setting yourself a reward and then, you know, achieving that. And that that's probably more along the lines when I was talking earlier about, you know, having a bonus and, and and you've got certain tasks that you've got to do. That's typically how companies kind of operate. And you have to kind of tick those tasks off. And then at the end of the year, you have to try and explain to your boss 
or in my case, obviously, I had people reporting to me, this is what I've achieved against the objectives that I set, and they try and describe, you know, how they've achieved them. I try and describe to my boss how I've achieved mine. Um, and, and as a result of that, obviously, you're hoping that you're going to get this kind of bonus, um, which is kind of, you know, your award at the end of the, at the end of the period. But the reality is that as you're working through the year, you should be taking, you know, a lot of pride and pleasure in getting through the task you've set yourself, because presumably there are things that are going to help you in your career going forward. So we've we've talked and we've been quite we've been quite specifically talking about work and about chores. But there are other ways, there are other things that you can do and that you can feel satisfied about and and, and ways you can celebrate your success. So something that I remember very vividly was um, undertaking the Ironman um, competition and um, going over the, the finish line and, all, and, you know, all the clapping and cheering and all the support that I'd had throughout. Um, and then weirdly, we, we were given a like a gold, like a, a gold colored medal um, for having finished. And there were some photographs that were taken by a professional photographer, which weren't particularly good, I have to say. But when I think about that, about doing that, and it was a huge effort, an enormous amount of effort and a huge amount of time had gone into the preparation and training. But when I when I look back, that I remember that medal, and I don't even I don't even know where it is. I've definitely still got it, but I don't even know where it is. But I remember holding that, and it was it's such an odd. It was like a physical representation of a journey, and that was really really powerful, and and that's something that I'll take away. And also, of course, the the feeling I had doing that because I did it with a friend of mine, Chris, and the pride I had in our friendship as well. Bizarrely, that was what really I really took away from from undertaking that. Is there anything in your life that's not work related and not um, kind of not like kind of chores that we've talked about that you've that you've sort of that you've rewarded yourself for that you've celebrated your success in doing? I, I think the um, I mean, the physical challenges thing is is an interesting one because um you know, when I was 18, I went off with three friends and we walked the Pennine Way. Well, two of us succeeded and, and one kind of dropped out on the way. Um, and, you know, I still look back on that and think that was a massive achievement. You know, for somebody who hadn't travelled a lot, certainly hadn't travelled independently, you know, actually going off, you know, with a tent and spending three weeks getting filthy dirty, um, and not knowing, you know, when when you were going to be able to eat anything or whether you were going to end up in a snowstorm or not, um, that was that was a you know massive. And we talked while we were on the walk about how we were going to celebrate at the end of the walk. And I remember both of us decided that what we needed to do was to buy a loaf of bread and toast it. We hadn't had toast in three weeks, and we were going to celebrate <laughs> the end of our massive Amazing. walk with toast. Um, and because, we, you know, we were just so pleased to have kind of got to the end, you know, so, you know, the toast was kind of almost enough, you know. That's just amazing. That is just so good. And that is and that's exactly what I'm trying to get at in this chapter is that is that is just perfect. It doesn't really matter how you celebrate. It's that you are rewarding yourself for an achievement. That is just so good toast. I'm trying to think like I've done a few a few things like that before, you know, been on exercise with the army or or when I climbed um Elbrus and I'm trying trying to remember what what I don't know. I I there sometimes it's about listening to music. I like to I like to sometimes um 
say to myself or reward myself by giving myself, you know, 20 or 30 minutes to listen to music that I like, you know, just to, to not have any distractions. And food is food is a great one. Food is a great like bacon sandwiches. Mm -hmm. And I can remember doing the paper round and I would do a paper round in the morning and then we would have we, you and I would sit down and have a full English breakfast. And that was a great reward, you know, for doing that. Yeah, but it's but it's so important all these little things that they all they all add up and you, if you can keep if you can keep giving yourself these treats like what a great life you'd lead you know what a happy life you'd lead yes yes and i think that's that's very important one, one thing that we haven't touched on which i had noted down before we started talking is um it's very interesting to me how this activity um about celebrating success links to a number of others that you've already covered in previous podcasts. So in the first kind of, you know, 10 or 11 chapters, um, you covered things like setting goals and making them public, clearly links to celebrating success, not being defensive, which I think is quite interesting because that comes back to this, don't always concentrate on your, your, um, your mistakes and, and perhaps your miscomings, but kind of celebrate your success. Making it easy to achieve. Well, if it's not easy to achieve, you're going to be struggling to celebrate success. And we touched on this as well when we talked about um, public speaking and at, and at the end of a public speaking kind of engagement or whatever, you do get a very big lift, you know, because you think, hopefully you think, well, that was a success. I presented what I wanted to present and I got some some questions back. Um, that were kind of meaningful. So again, your opportunity to kind of celebrate success, even if it's just internal to you at that time. But hopefully people come up to the end of you, perhaps the public speaking and say, shake your hands and say, well done. Yeah, I, I suppose I, I, had not, I had not considered that at all. And actually looking ahead at the chapters ahead, there aren't that they, they they go off on a different on a slightly different tangent. So perhaps celebrating your success is a kind of culmination of some of the previous the, the previous episodes and chapters. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. I think I think part of the problem generally is that it, 101 ways to improve your life now implies that there's room for improvement. And if there's room for improvement, you're going to have to take action, you know, whether it's a mental thing you know whether it's a physical thing or whether it's a kind of spiritual you know more um ephemeral kind of type sort of sort of way of of improving your life and i think this chapter is basically saying once you've done those things make sure that you recognize you've done them you know don't don't treat this like a like a checklist don't don't work towards 101 celebrate each one and if you only do two celebrate the fact you've done those two you know it's and it, to stop that kind of chasing that that you know if i do a b c and d then the result will be e it's not like that it's not about that it's about you doing something and and then being positive towards yourself i think that's what makes the book really good because there's 101 ways to improve your life now now some of the things when you read the book you'll think, well, I already do that now. No, you might not do it the best way you can, but you will almost certainly find some of the other 101 ways are things that you haven't tried, and it's worth trying them because there are interesting things in here for everybody. Nobody had, does all of these, and therefore you can try doing new things or improving your life, doing something in a slightly different way, which hopefully is prompted by the book. 
And the funny thing about that is, obviously, we haven't recorded any episodes for, you know, getting on now for probably, what, four months, which is a real shame um, and will be corrected in the future. But what's funny is I can read this book back and I can think, oh, my God, I should definitely do these. Or, oh, I should I should definitely try yeah. to, you know, number whatever it is, number 46. You know, I it, it's interesting. It's a, a, and, I, and I'm still using it as a reference book, you know, and I, I just hope that other people can get some enjoyment out of it and also can can undertake some of the 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 suggestions and improve their lives yes no i think you're absolutely right i think it's the sort of book that you you want to read and think right well there's a few things there that i can try and do i'm not going to try and do 101 of them and maybe i already do some of them but equally if you put it down for a few months and come back to it you might well find actually there's a few more in here now that are perhaps more relevant to what I am currently doing that would be more appropriate for me to kind of focus on and let me have a crack at those now so you're right I think those things change over time well and particularly in the circumstances that we're now finding ourselves in some of them are more relevant than others you know that there are some of the mental health ones that perhaps are going to be more pertinent and some of the the physical you know ones perhaps perhaps you you know you can't can't really undertake them um is there anything else that you've got in your notes Greg that you want to talk about um, the only other thing that I had made a note of is, um, again, because we're stuck indoors, um, I've been watching probably a little bit more television than I would otherwise be watching. Um, and there's been an advert on television um, about from, from IBM about how good they are at being problem solvers. And they've got people kind of sat around the table and they're obviously trying to solve some problem. And I'm sure that you know people in IBM are very good at it. But one of the things which I was going to say is, and they don't go into this, of course, in the advert, I do hope that they do celebrate their success. Otherwise, they must be faced with another problem. In other words, they're just going from one problem to another, a bit like the treadmill we were talking about earlier, without actually getting around to celebrating their successes. So I thought that was quite interesting to reflect on in terms of this this chapter, because I think that is very important. You might be in a problem-solving role you might need to solve problems at home, but as I say, do make sure that you do celebrate the success. That is such an excellent point and such a um, a, an, a vivid description of 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 this of, of the whole of the whole point of that chapter. It's yeah, it's absolutely don't don't get lost. Don't just keep solving problems. Make sure you do take that time to step back, appreciate yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back, however that that comes, and then move on to the next great thing you're doing. Um, yeah. Well, Greg, thank you very much for joining us. I think we'll leave it there. Excellent. Thank you very much, James. No, great to speak to you. Great to have your input. And I'm um, looking forward to perhaps seeing you on a podcast uh, in, in the future. I hope so. All right. Thanks very much, Greg. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of 101 Ways to Improve Your Life Now podcast. I've been the guest, Greg Clark. I retired five years ago from legal and general insurance, and I continue to experiment with lifelong learning and self-improvement techniques. I hope you enjoyed the discussion today and look forward to the next episode.